Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Welcome to Minnesota Monday. Happy to be here with you, kicking off the week with something quick and actionable that you can implement right away. It'll make you more magnetic, it'll make you more effective, and today we're talking with my friend Jenny Blake on how to decide whether to leave your current career. Is the grass always greener? Jenny Blake will show us how to test that out before we make any big moves. Here's Jenny. One of the ways that our society likes to keep people in line is to tell them the grass is always greener, whether it's a job or a relationship. And I think that this holds a lot of people back when they hit a pivot point because they question themselves. Part of their gut is whispering, you know, there's more out there for you. And yet on the other hand, they wonder, am I just unnecessarily complaining or unhappy? Is the grass always greener? I think it's helpful First and foremost, we do have to ask about the macro environment that somebody is in. Are you sitting on the right plot of land and now you just need to optimize your grass growing abilities? Or is it that you need to move to a patch of greener grass, another part of town, another city? And so the way that this can show up in career is let's say you work for someone else, you're working at a big company, that's a patch of grass, but maybe you would rather be self-employed or you don't know, but you have a hypothesis that self-employment is going to be a better fit. And that was the case for me. I was working at Google five and a half years in a dream job doing coaching and career development. And I actually thought I would be a bad entrepreneur. I thought that I'm not cut out for that. I'm not, you know, I'm so good at following directions that it's not for me. And yet that grass is greener feeling, it it never went away. This looking toward, well, what would it be like if I could be self-employed and go all in on my business? I had a book coming out in 2011 and I finally got to the point, and I think this is so important to ask ourselves is, well, what would I regret more? Staying in place or making a decision pivoting. And no matter how it turns out, I knew I'll know that I've tried. And so in my case, once I left Google, I had this immediate feeling of relief, even though I didn't know exactly how I was going to earn a living. I just had the feeling that I am on the right plot of grass. The grass really is greener for me on the other side. And I will tell you, people asked me, it's now been five and a half years since I left. People have often asked me, do you regret leaving? There were times where my bank account got down to zero, zero dollars. I was eating power bars for dinner, looking wistfully in restaurants at people with their friends laughing and feeling sad that I couldn't afford to be doing that. And still in those moments, I didn't regret leaving. So there are three frameworks to help someone explore. So for all of you listening, there are three things that can help you parse whether you're on the right plot of land or whether you need to make a bigger move. One, identify in your career or in your business, what are your must-haves, your nice-to-haves, and your can't-stands, your deal-breakers. We often hear this thrown around in the relationship self-help genre. You know, what are your deal-breakers? You can think about it in terms of career and business, too. And try and understand, does your current situation have some of those deal-breakers? Because that will help inform a next move. The next thing to look at is using this grass-growing metaphor, what are your knowns and what are your unknowns? So when you think about, is the grass greener over on this other side of the fence that you want to make a move, you want to leave your job and start a business or pivot your business to a totally different direction? 
ask yourself in terms of ideal outcomes, what do you know that green grass looks like for you? How do you define it for yourself? What are your known variables of your own happiness formula? So for me, I know that physical wellness is really important to me and that if I'm able to set my own schedule every day, I'm much happier. And some of these things I'll say, you, you don't know till you try. So you're going to have unknowns. For me, a huge unknown was, can I actually do this? Can I earn a living on my own? I don't know. I didn't know if I could float my rent in New York. And actually, I'll say I hit this pivot point two years into self-employment where in order to stay in New York, I had to move. And my rent doubled overnight, but my business income did not. And still, I didn't want to go back. I thought in that moment, should I go crawling back to Google and should I get in touch with my former coworkers and ask for a job? But in my gut, I knew that wasn't the answer for me. So one way to tell if you're on the right plot of land, (laughs) right plot of grass is even when things get low, even when you have your worst, hardest days, would you do anything differently? Would you want to change the macro picture that you're working in? So on that note, it's really helpful to think about ideal outcomes and also some outcome modeling. When you are at a pivot point, you're often staring at this fork in the road. Do I stay in place? Do I just sit back down? That Yeah, you embrace this notion that the grass is always greener and kind of stay put. Or do I actually pursue that new grass? And so two things to ask. One, if you move in that new direction, what does success look like? Why are you taking this risk? What's important to you about it? What does success look like on the other side? Whether that's how much you're earning, what your ideal average day looks like, what kind of impact you're able to make on the world. And what's the worst case scenario? And is that still worth it? So what is the worst case? If you make a move and it doesn't work out and it doesn't support your theory that the grass is indeed greener somewhere else, A, what will you do in order if things are not going according to plan? And then B, if those worst case scenarios start occurring, will you regret having made this choice? And both of those, both you and you want to have both because there's a story of the it's a Cherokee legend or story where a grandson asks the grandfather says to his grandson, "We have two wolves inside of us: joy and fear, or love and hate." And the grandson says, "Well, which one lives?" And the grandfather replies, "The one we feed." So when a lot of people are at a pivot point, they only feed the fear. They fear the worst. They feed the worst case scenarios. They feed the status quo. And so it's really critical not to ignore the ideal scenario and what success looks like, even though it might feel a little fuzzy or unhelpful. It's actually really, really important. Think of it like putting a pin for your desired destination in a map that you want to know some sense of what success looks like. So the only the last kind of caveat here is running small experiments, I call them pilots, can help you test patches of grass. So it's helpful not to try and go cold turkey. That's why I'm writing about pivots, not 180s. It's really helpful if you can test small patches of grass to see if you like it. But the caveat here, the pivot paradox is, and to switch, I'm going to switch metaphors for a moment. If we walk into a bakery, you can try a piece of cake, and that will let you know what that entire cake tastes like. But just trying a piece of cake does not let you know what it's like to run that bakery or to have had every pastry in the bakery. So for example, having a side hustle that's earning you $500 a month 
does not necessarily inform what it will be like to try and do that full time. So that's where some people who have a hobby that they love, when they go to monetize it, it sucks all the joy out of it versus actually being the right move. So that's just something to consider. We can never reduce uncertainty 100%, but running little patch tests can ultimately take you closer. And then if you're, after all this, still unsure, two things. One, get quiet and ask yourself, what does my gut say? Because often our gut knows we're just afraid to hear what it has to say. So your gut instincts and intuition, that can be really informative. It doesn't mean you have to make the move tomorrow, but at least tune into it. And then if you're still unclear after all that, you're still waffling of which, whether the grass is greener where you are or where you're looking to go, wait. Sometimes the best thing to do is wait. And either you can kind of track, if you're a more analytical left brain person, you can track over 30 days and kind of jot down notes and observations. I like to rate on a scale of one to five. How do I feel about my life overall? And then how do I feel about this area under evaluation? And then the second thing is to kind of wait. Someone said to me once, they said, one day you'll wake up and you'll, you'll know. And to treat the uncertainty, to actually give the uncertainty some respect, that that not knowing, it's either a no and not yet or not good enough for you. And I didn't make that sentence up, but that's kind of this, it's, it's unknown. I haven't been able to find the attribution, but that when something isn't working out yet or it doesn't feel like it's happening, it's either a no and not yet or not good enough for you and only a little more time and possibly a little more data and experimentation will let you know which of those three it is. Thanks so much to Jenny Blake for that. Don't forget about the Art of Charm Challenge. It'll help you connect with others, create more productive personal and business relationships. Step-by-step challenges included to help you move forward every single week. And there's a Facebook group with thousands of other AOC family taking the challenge as well. Of course, AJ and I are in there with the rest of the Art of Charm team helping you all move through the challenges. Text CHARMED to 33444. That's C-H-A-R-M-E-D to 33444 here in the USA. Or go to theartofcharm.com slash challenge and get rocking. 